You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate, who is super excited that all three of us are actually back in the same space. We are. We are all back. Yeah. Has it been a while? I guess it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. We had a holiday and then, you know, Chris had the nerve to have a life outside the podcast. (laughs) Ridiculous. That was about. I know. I know. I I, I appreciate you guys picking up the mantle and uh, moving forward without me. Uh, But it is good to be back. And I'm excited to, to kind of talk about the past, the present, and the future of the podcast. Um, So looking forward to 2021, we wanted to give you guys an idea of what we're going to be doing and kind of prepare you so you could be invited in and join us on a few of the adventures that we're going to be going on. So Kate, what are we doing in 2021? What's happening? We're joining a cult. Oh, wait. Yes! I'm Finally, Let's do it. It's the year for it, right? I mean, why not? Why not? Well, actually, um, for 2021, we're doing something um, totally new and yeah. sort of not new. It's not new in that it involves a book, but it is new in that we are going to read a big honking book together. We are going mm. to be reading Dune by Frank Herbert, uh, which I believe, Chris, this is your first time. Yep. Yep. It will be my very first time reading Dune. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I think so Tyler, you've both read and seen at least one of the film versions, correct? I've, I've seen both of the film versions. I, I saw both of them before I read the book. Uh, and so, Oof. so I, I actually weird. Well, the first one, everybody knows that the David Lynch version is bad. Uh, like, <laughs> let's just be like, I didn't have to read the book to, to know that. Uh, but I weirdly look back fondly on the sci-fi channel uh, version of Dune. We're all allowed to make questionable choices. In life. Yeah. And then well, I'm going to, I'm going to rewatch it and it's going to be terrible, but I, at least I, okay. I didn't know what was wrong with me before then. Anyway, but yeah, I've read Dune 20, twice yeah. and I've not finished the whole series. So, okay. Well, what we thought was that there's a lot of people who have not read Dune, but have always wanted to, they know it's a big sci-fi slash fantasy uh, classic or maybe they've started it before and just felt it was a little tough to get into because there's a little bit of a, a learning curve to it so we thought that it it would be great partly for preparation for the movie coming out in October next year and partly just for those who would like to read it and need an excuse to go ahead and do this together so we're announcing it early so that way you have time to acquire the book and get a head start on it over the holidays um, and then in January, we're going to have a podcast episode where we uh, sort of introduce the book. And then February, we'll have our first full discussion on it. In March, we're going to have our second discussion. And then in April, we're going to have a big wrap up with the book. So we're really hoping that you will read along. Um, it is available out there, of course, in print and an ebook. If you're more of an audio person, there is a fantastic audio. Really good. Full cast um, is it full cast? I know there's yeah. multiple voices in it. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, at least multiple voices, if not full cast. It's I can't okay, remember if it's yeah. just two or three readers or not, but yeah. But some award-winning narrators are in that, so you could also mm-hmm. listen to it uh, as well. Um, and we're going to, for each of the discussion points, break it up. There are three books within Dune. Um, and I don't mean like full-length novels, but I mean like they just break it up into three it's like parts. Divided, yeah. 
right in it and so those will be the breaking points for each of our discussions so that way you have an idea so by february you should have uh the first part done second part done in march and then finish the book uh by april if not sooner so we are going to try this see how it goes and uh we look forward to you know going through this together and your discussion stuff on social media with us um We'll it it looks like 2021 is going to be the year of Dune in a lot of ways, and I'm, I'm kind of really jazzed by that. Uh, we're, we're doing this. I, like I predict, we, like we said in our, our Denise Villeneuve podcast last week, I think that uh, we will – like we're definitely going to be revisiting um, Villeneuve himself, pro- probably a Blade Runner slash Blade Runner 2049 you know, uh, discussion as we get closer. Like it's going to be – this is the year of Dune, and so I just hope that it doesn't uh, disappoint us all. <laughs> well yeah. that was a great note, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. wow <laughs> positively looking out at 2021 <clears throat> yeah. so this is it's, the first original book there's a when you look up dune on amazon yeah. or goodreads there are a bunch of different books in the dune universe you want the very mm. first original it's, one it's, by it's frank herbert just, it's just called dune. dune there's no other yes. no other names to it just dune correct they all have the word dune in it this is the only one that's just one Yes, and it's Frank Herbert. If you see Brian Herbert, that's his son. Yeah. So, okay. So that's like the first big thing I wanted to announce. The second thing is um, exciting, very exciting to me, though it's hardly surprising because if you've listened to the podcast, you know that we are fans of The Expanse on this pod. Mm. So um, by the time this episode airs, the uh, new episode or season five, the new season will have begun airing. So we just want to give you a heads up that when we uh, return after our uh, mid-season break in January, we will be discussing the first few episodes of The Expanse. So um, Will that be the first six episodes? Is that my count? That is what will be out at that point. And if the three of us manage to see all of that in that time, then we will discuss the first six. But it'll be the first three at minimum. I'm betting the first six, though. So just so you guys know... Uh, that you want to get on that sooner rather than later, so you can listen to our episode. Chris's head might pop. Yeah, off. you He's guys, so you guys can't right see now. it, but Chris is doing a little dance. In, in, Honestly, in here, here. Here, here's how I feel about this news. I had forgotten that the expanse was a thing, right? I just oh. forgotten that it was even like on the radar, and I was just you know scrolling through Amazon. And I saw this thing pop up and it was like, new season coming soon. I was like, oh, that's weird. Why would they have that? Because I just watched the new season like a few months ago. <gasps> it's a new new season. <laughs> one that's not even a I literally had a freak out moment. I texted my wife and told her I was so, she's pumped. Trust me. Oh, I just started watching, watching it these. with Clarice too. And so she's, oh, she's, uh, she has not seen any of it before. We binged the first, I think, eight episodes in, in a day <laughs> or two maybe. Yeah. So uh, we also needed to take a pause after that. Because let's also remember the season one isn't isn't the uh, the strongest season of the Expanse. But once that's once we're past season it, season two is so good. It's so good. Yeah. So we're I we will be fully hooked. I think by that point, and that sounds like that's what we are doing over my Christmas break. So, yeah. Very nice. So, um, those are the looking ahead things that we wanted to let you know about, uh, yes. so you can prepare over our break. Um, Chris, what are we doing on the pod today? Oh, we got some breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. Breaking news. No, no. So we're going to check in with the geek culture, ladies and gentlemen. Every few weeks, 
we take a look around the things that are popular in the world of geekdom, and we want to highlight them and bring them to you, our podcast listeners. So I'm really excited to hear what you guys, Tyler, myself, and Kate, have all been looking at, consuming, watching, looking forward to, and check in with Geek culture so tyler i'm excited to hear from you what have you what have you been up to in the world of geekdom uh past few weeks have been crazy and so yeah i uh we're you know okay so first of all hey it's christmas season we're getting started and and so uh you know we uh clarice and i made a list of it was going to be 25 movies we're going to do like kind of your your instead of 31 for 31 like in October we we're going to do 25 yeah. for uh for December and that turned into right. I think they're like 40 movies on our list so we'll see what <laughs> actually happens with that it's not going to go that far Whoa. but we just couldn't stop ourselves when we were making the list um so I kind of let's, let's just mention a couple of the the, li- the movies that we've been watching um and uh, okay, and then we'll, I'll mention a little, little bit later. We'll talk about a couple of books that I've been reading as well. So but now, this hang time, on, these movies that you haven't seen, that she yeah, hasn't seen, that both these of ones, you, neither of us had seen before. Oh, oh no, wow. sorry. Okay. One of these, one of these, she had seen, but it was like a really long time ago and didn't remember much of. Um, but but okay. for me, these are all new. Um, and we went kind of obscure, but honestly, it was uh, it was worth it. So uh, the first one that I'll mention at least. Uh, and this is just nice and traditional. We're just easing us into this. Plane tra- planes, trains, and automobiles. I had yep. never seen it. And wow. didn't know there was a Thanksgiving movie. So, uh, you know, we would have watched <laughs> it earlier. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was a home for the holidays. But, it, I mean, it is. It's just he's trying. Uh, Steve Martin is trying to get home for Thanksgiving. So, yeah. um, hilarious. Uh, if you have not seen that movie, hilarious. That is, it's so funny and so much fun. We had to rent it. Uh, I don't believe it's streaming um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really, really good. Very funny. Um, it's, you know, it's a good old John Hughes, you know, feel good, get them home for, for the holidays kind of a movie, but, but also, uh, just, just good. And, uh, yeah, a good worth a good laugh. So that's mm-hmm. the first, um, do you want me to go into more of them or are we going to keep rotating? No, 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 go, go, go for it. Go, go ahead and give me your whole list of your, uh, of the your things I've been world watching. of geekdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then uh, we'll move on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was the first one. Um, and then we get into, uh, this is just the time we're living in guys. Uh, I have been curious <laughs> and I started this a little bit last year, but uh, I've been curious about Christmas horror movies. I'd never really gotten into them very much. Um, Krampus is coming. So we haven't watched that one yet, but uh, so we, we've got, these are Kate's favorite films. Oh yeah. These are, the these are, these oh. are high recommendations. Christmas horror movies. Yeah, Christmas horror. Uh, <laughs> although yeah. the first, this first one I'm going to mention, I, I would say I would put this next to Velocipaster for what oh. you have to watch. I, I would. So Velocipaster is more ridiculous, but yeah. this movie also certainly knows what it is. Does it and have the VFX car on fire? Almost. Like <laughs> so almost. good. That movie was so <laughs> wonderful. Sorry, continue. Well, because so th- much like so here's my touchstone for it. This movie yeah. knows what it is. This is Jack Frost from how oh, I just lost the year. Uh, 2002, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um or or something like maybe it was earlier, maybe it was like 1998. I just lost my uh I closed my app that had the the years in it. But um so so Hold on, let me look back here. The early 2000s. Early the early 2000, 1997. I, I was wrong. 1997. Oh. Um, Jack Frost, it knows what it is. It is campy as heck. It is about, it is, it's, if Chucky, instead of going into the doll, 
the serial killer went into a snowman that can melt and regenerate itself as w- at will, and they are like they it's have like to attack It's like the T one thousand. Oh, it's it is the T one thousand of snowmen, <laughs> and they nice. have to like melt it with with hair dryers. It it is amazing. It, it's so bad. But it is it's actually really hilarious. It's very, very funny. So uh, we Sweet. we had that on. I think we had that on the night we got our Christmas tree up. Uh, that was a good one. Um, it was <laughs> it was very funny. So uh, Jack Frost, the next one uh, is the a Christmas horror story. This one is from 2015. It has I, I would say it knows this uh, like it does this on purpose, but I don't know if it did this on purpose, but it has some shades mm. of Pontypool. Um where William Shatner is a DJ, like a radio DJ that like they keep cutting back to and he gets he gets drunker and drunker on eggnog as the night goes on and it's just this really bad night in this town uh, where like Krampus mm. attacks and then there's like this ghost in an asylum and then there's a Santa Claus who is fighting off zombie elves all at the same time. Nice. Uh, it's it's kind of basically uh, like three or four short films all tied together by him uh, a little bit. And it's by, by Shatner's DJ um, with a really good twist in the end. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very, I would not say it's good, but it certainly was better than I expected. Is now, it you just ho- said, you said ho- it was a- horrible. Oh almost, my gosh. Almost. I see what you oh, did there. No, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh boy. No, so wait a minute, hang on. Yeah. You just said it was a re- there's a really good twist and then you said it's not very good. So No, sorry. Mean- I mean like the movie as a whole, like the, the twist makes the movie better. It's so, like as we were watching it, we were like, "Ah, this is like there's all these disparate things going on and then the twist kind of brought them all together in a really nice uh. way." Um that was that was ultimately satisfying. So, like I think it's not the most cohesive movie overall, but by the end the the twist brings it together and and it's actually something that you've been hearing about in the background that like Shatner's been talking about, but he's kind of ridiculous and like getting drunker as the day goes on. So you're also like not really sure you ignore it. You ignore this thing that they're telling you the whole time until the end. And then it goes, Oh, Oh, okay. That's what was going on. It, it's pretty cool. It's, it's neat. And again, zombie elves. Oh, and Santa, Santa has a big old fight with, uh, with Krampus. So it's great. amazing. Yeah. Okay. The last Alrighty. one, the last yes, one, and one more. we'll move on is, uh, this is the, this is the Christmas teen, zombie musical that I didn't know that I needed. It is Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, yes. Wonderful. So good. It is so good. It is excellent. This movie is, it's, it's, it's what it sounds like. It's, it's Shaun of the Dead. If it was a musical set at Christmas, like it, it knows what it is. It is not, it's, I mean, it's, it's melodramatic, but it's not cheap. It's, it's very, the songs are good. It's, 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 have, do you guys ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Did you ever watch yeah. their musical episode yes, once if, more worth feeling? Yes, it feels like that. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's uh it's really well acted. It's it's got heart. It's Good. it's just great. It is a great movie. That's from 2017. Um excellent, excellent movie. That one wholeheartedly recommend that one is is solid that's not like a so bad it's good it's not it's not even like a horror movie traditionally like it's not overly no. gory or anything there's some it's zombies well, it's zombies yeah. so it's gory but like it's not scary it's just no great it's a good one anyway that's i will get off my uh christmas horror train and uh let you guys let you guys in so uh yeah those are those are at least and in the apocalypse high recommendation for me Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. No. I I agree with you on that one. Um, Kate was making some faces. Have, or, 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 what are we making faces of, Kate? I, I'm she curious of your input. Me. 
I mean, I was and just what? going to follow it up with thanks for the recommendations, Tyler. I will be watching none of them. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah. Fair. I, 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 I would not. Yeah. There are recommendations. That if, if you know, yeah, you know what you like, you're probably not going to like those. Those yeah. are not going to change your, uh, your feelings on the, that particular no. genre. But Anne and the Apocalypse, if you do enjoy, like, if you already enjoy the horror genre and you enjoy musicals, and you are okay with the tongue-in-cheek, yeah. silly mashup, you're going to like When Anna you say tongue-in-cheek while talking about zombies, I kind of wonder what's popping off. Yes, both. Both both things can be true. Mm. All right, Kate, <laughs> what about you? We're checking in with your geek status card thing. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well... I do not remember if in our Geek Origins episode we talked about this or not, but I, as a kid, really loved Zorro. Like, watched so much of the Guy Williams black and white because I had, you know, my VCR program to tape it when it was on at 1.30 in the morning so I could then watch it after school when I got home. And uh, there is a new Zorro coming out. That's what I heard. As in... Um, NBC is developing a female-led Zorro, and what? it's supposedly going to be updated for today. Oh, like and set today? Huh. This, this, I, this. I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm this sounds... So she's a terrorist. Such excited. <sighs> yeah. What? Huh. Can, can, you, can you give it, is there any more plot details than just that? Because what you just said doesn't sound like Zorro. It could be anything, right? Like... I mean, there's very little information out at this point. So far, we know who the producers are, which are yeah. uh, anybody big. Robert Rodriguez, who's like did an episode of The Mandalorian. Sure. He did from Shh. Dusk Till Dawn. He's sure. known for the Spy Kids universe. Uh, yeah. I always forget that Rodriguez, actually. Yep. Who she's directed episodes of Dune Patrol and and Snowpiercer stuff like that. Huh. And then Sofia Vergara, who you know we uh, usually know family. her for comedy, but. Yeah, there's wait, no she, word wait, she's not Zorro. No, no, she, those are oh, the producers. Okay. Oh, um, and then the Rodriguez siblings are like the actual. My understanding is they're actual showrunners, but they basically have a Zorro who is like an underground artist doing things today. Like it's a very vague. We don't know much about it yet. Yeah. It's just been huh. announced. Interesting. And so, like, little child inside me is like, Zoro is back! And grown up me is like, I've seen <laughs> so many properties ruined, I'm really scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. That that seems so odd because, like, time and place yeah. matter they really for do. Zorro. Like, it's, they really it's kind do. Of, it's crucial for that story, and I'm not entirely sure where you're going to shoehorn it in and still make it feel like Zorro when you've changed time, place, right. yeah. gender. Uh, I don't know. I, okay, we'll see. We'll see. May, maybe it'll be, but I, I have a feeling it's not going to quite be Zorro. It'll be something different, which is fine. It's right. just, They're why be call it Zorro? It, but, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, but why this call is it my, Zorro? This is, is my Jack Ryan argument, right? For it's, like every child like me who's who loved that as a right. kid, like it's, it's for us until we see it and go, oh, that's not Zorro. Right. NIP, yeah, it, it, it's it's to get butts in seats or eyes yeah. on screens yep. or whatever, yeah. So, and again, it's in development, so who knows if it'll actually survive development and make True. it into production, yeah. but that news, I feel With like enough big names share. like those, it probably will, just whether or not it survives ratings and things, but still. 
or yeah. pandemic scheduling, blah, blah, blah. Sure. So anyway, that was my first, wait, what? Okay, maybe, huh? I hope, I don't know, of of the recent geek news. Sure. The second one um, is for the Tolkien fans out there. You may be familiar with some of the extra material stuff that was published called The Unfinished Tales. It's been out for decades. Well, they just did a brand new illustrated edition that came out in late October, illustrated by Alan Lee, which you'll recognize him from uh, his work he did with the materials that went with Peter Jackson's films. And some of the other extra materials that have been released, like Fall of Gondolin. I think, I think whenever, whenever they do an illustrated version, I think he's the illustrator. I, I believe. Could be John Howarth he, as well, but yeah. Yeah. So he's the one who did this one. And it's a hardcover too. Huh. And so if you want a nice hardcover edition with, if you like Alan Lee's illustrations, this is out as of, of the end of October and available. Good Christmas gift for the Tolkien nerd in your life. Nice. Um, so anyway, I wanted to make sure people were aware of that because um, I just really haven't seen much in the way of, of news release information about it in general. I mean, I saw some because I'm a Tolkien nerd and I follow that stuff. But uh, since uh, Christopher Tolkien, um, who was the son of uh, Tolkien himself and his literary state person, since he died, people have just stopped looking for new stuff to come out. And while this isn't new material, it's a cool new edition. Sure, sure. So, huh. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to um, just point out really quick, I've done two recent uh, questionable movie choice watches. Um <laughs> And one I recommend, Welcome to my sort life. of, and one I don't. The first one hmm. is the Quatermass experiment. So it's I've been quarter, wondering, but without the first R of quarter. So Quatermass, it's a British thing. It's from two thousand five. Oh, it's, and it's based on yeah, like a, one of from the, the original 70s. televised yeah. serial. Keep oh. going for their back, Tyler. Which that was. Um, it's 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 updated um, from its inspiration from the fifties, and it keeps a lot of the same um dialogue and stuff but like really lower your expectations and production quality because it's kind of sure. like they filmed the radio serial in terms of that uh, what really hmm. made me watch it is it has adrian dunbar in it mm-hmm. mark gaddis in it mm-hmm. indira varma in it mm-hmm. andrew scott David Tennant, like all of these people that if you watch Sherlock and Doctor Who and other BBC shows, they're all in it. Yeah. Um, it's not great, but it is fun if you're <laughs> in for like campy kind of, you know, this is like, um, so it's 2005. So this is right around the time that David Tennant became the 10th Doctor in Doctor Who. So it's Oh, like this is not era. new. No. I didn't know that they had rebooted it. That's so interesting. I... Wow. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I just am. It's like is is blowing my mind just a little bit. I I really. I because I discovered I discovered Quatermass weirdly over like this is a COVID discovery. Like I I got I got there's a podcast I listened to called The Evolution of Horror uh, mm-hmm. that's like an academic look at horror and then so they they do they did a bunch of old British serials for different things and Quatermass kept and this coming is sci-fi up. Sci-fi horror. Yeah. That's so interesting. Okay. Wow. Sorry. Just had a weird. So maybe you can put that on your list if you yeah. want to experience that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, wow. the other one you brought up Pontypool earlier. Um, I think on a Pontypool epi- episode we talked about the follow-up movie, um, Dreamland, that came out earlier this year. 
that was supposed to take the end of credits scene with the main male and female leads, and then that becomes a full length movie. Yeah. Well, Peter and I, I, I didn't know. I oh yeah, okay. Peter and I watched that last week. Yeah, and it was it was amazing, right? Well, we came to different conclusions about it. Um, Uh He got something out of it, and I (laughs) thought it was objectively (laughs) awful and not even (laughs) Velocipaster. Oh yeah, see, Velocipaster knew what it was. Sometimes you you, yeah, this one it just for me it never came together, and there were moments that were cool and interesting, like it uses kids as gangsters whenever they're chasing people down which is weird but maybe stylistically could have been something but doesn't quite get there it has a vampire Mm. in it even though we're totally playing it straight we have the main character who is also playing another character in there but they're not related it's not some secret there's never explained why it's the same actor playing that that role there's finger cutting off like it's just it's weird and i don't know it wasn't I think one of the reasons why I it did not land for me is the vibe you get in the scene from the credits from Pontypool. I wanted that. And it's so funny. That. It's so funny that you're you're objecting to something weird when when I believe you were the one who suggested that I watch Sorry to Bother You. Um, <laughs> no, my problem I just, is, I just is it's not to, weird I, enough. Ah, it doesn't go far enough. No, okay, I get it, it doesn't bring right, it together right. in a really cool way. It's just a lot <laughs> okay. of weird elements that go nowhere's. Yeah. Sorry to Tyler, bother you, did you. At least like it delivers. But it Tyler, is. Tyler, did you watch? Did you watch? Sorry to bother nope, you. I haven't watched it. It's oh, on my list. Man. Oh man. Oh, get Tyler, ready. Tyler. Get ready. Oh, <laughs> Buckle up, friend. <laughs> Oof. So, I guess I'm offering a mixed review of my spouse got more out of it than I did. But if you want no. like a questionable movie choice some evening. It, these two are options. I would recommend Quatermass. <laughs> they they over... are things you could choose. <laughs> <laughs> One might choose them. <laughs> Amazing. So. Anything else, Kate, you wanted to add there? Or do you, any other questionable choices that you've been making recently? I just, you know, I, I, full confessions right now. Go for it. I'm just going to turn it around and, oh. uh, and end on a slightly happy note out there. Back to the expanse for a second because oh, yes. I love that so much. So, in case you missed the news, it's going to uh, drop the first three episodes on December sixteenth, and then nice. every episode after that is going to be uh, weekly. And the final episode, the tenth episode, will be on February third. And then, if you have not already heard the news, season six is still coming, but it is the final season. They oh, have announced. No, it, they, I have not they heard. Did this. not get renewed. Yep. So what? super depressing. Yeah. Um, and they are being they really cagey about why. Like the James S. Corey has been doing the whole no it wasn't this, no it wasn't that, but they're not saying what it is. Maybe they just contractually cannot at this point. But wow. yeah, so like savor every last bit that's coming because we have this season and then one more. Dang. Wow. Wow. Maybe they're doing a spinoff and we're or a movie to wrap expanse. up. Because here's yeah. the thing: the fifth season is the book, roughly Nemesis Games, which is book five. Then you have book six, uh, Babylon's Ashes, and then between book six and book seven, I won't tell you what happens, but there is a big shift. A, and so I yeah. keep hoping maybe they're just going to announce that the final three books, once the final book is out next year, will be a movie that wraps up. Like that would make or, me so or three happy. movies or something like that. Yeah, because they're yeah. it's a it's a sub. 
substantial shift after after that book. It's like, okay, this is going a whole different place. It's it's nuts. It's not. It's not bad. It's just like I did oh not no, see that coming. No. So yes. Nice. So anyway, nice. Chris, can you give us some good news? Perk us up. Tell yeah. us something that you've been oh. watching. Hey, listen. Here, here's the deal. I'm gonna go real fast. This is a double stuffed. An issue, uh, guys. <laughs> we're, we're doing this, and then we're doing our our favorite things of 2020. So I'm going to get through real quick what I've been watching because I've got a feeling most of these things you guys have been watching and our listening audience have been uh, watching as well or mm-hmm. listening to. So the first thing I want to mention is Mandalorian Season 2. Yes. Uh, it is unbelievably fantastic. So and good. if you are not watching it, it is some of the best. I it was It's amazing. I'm watching it with my children. Uh, and we, uh, they scream and shout and celebrate every single episode because they're more familiar with the Rebels and uh, Clone Wars, Wars uh, animated series than I am. And they just, they giggle and gackle and just have a blast. <laughs> like, oh, they said that. Dad, do you know what that means? And I'm like, the I'm I'm being out geeked by my children. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't. Awesome I don't know what that means. Why? <laughs> because this that thing, and then it it's means you're there, raising them right. Means. Is what that means? Yes, it's it unbelievable. It's it's wonderful, and I yeah, I could not be prouder. Um, all right, Disco season three, uh, Discovery season three. Uh, I am enjoying it. The last couple episodes have been a little strange for me. Uh, they're doing some odd kind of. I feel like not. I really want them to focus on rebuilding of the Federation, but they're not doing that. And so anyway, I'm, I'm hoping that they get back on track, but I am enjoying the season. Um, it's I'm just actually not... not caught up. I'm, I'm, uh, <gasps> I'm, I Tyler, know. hand I in know. your, your Star Trek badge. Yeah. Wow. I, I was wait, I'm waiting for Christmas break to get, I'm just going to binge the rest of it. Cause how much, how much is left? Um, quite, I mean, I, I want to say we get at least, at least, at least there's another two or three, we're in a two-parter right now. Okay. Um, we're in the middle of a two-parter. So I, I believe we've got three more episodes, maybe four at the most, but it's just, you know, it's, it's good. It's just, um, they're getting off track a little bit, which is unfortunate. So, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, so I wish for a little more focus there, but I am enjoying it. I really am. Uh, and then two more things I wanted to mention. The one thing that I feel like the entire planet is talking about right now is Queen's Gambit on so Netflix. Good. Haven't yes. watched it yet. Just finished oh, it. Yeah. Uh, did you finish it, Kate? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it's wonderful. It is. Um, it's so well, uh, like the, the world it builds, the mm. world building, the, the production design on Queen's Gambit is Excellent. Really good. Um, I know nothing about. I mean, I know how to play chess. Let me. Fo- I just don't know about like the higher end chess. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter if you know how to play chess. I think you're gonna be thrilled and enjoy it. Yeah, they tell a way. really good story with it, so it's yeah. not like just for chess nerds. It's just a really good story. Agreed. 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 If you have not watched it, I I wholeheartedly and completely. Uh, would recommend uh, to watch Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Nice. It feels good. This is what I feel like they should do with most really good novels is do like a six or seven episode. Yeah, just real, just kind of like. It covers a book so much better than a movie typically can. And I'm watching another one right now. It's on HBO Max. It's called The Flight Attendant. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that that good? I haven't known anybody who's watching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of it. It's it's good. It feels like a pulpy okay. novel. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not like high art. It's not like Queen's Gambit at no. all. Queen's Gambit is great. Uh, but The Flight Attendant is like one of those like uh, murder mystery books, novels you could read on a flight. 
Um, and um, it is. Isn't it Kaylee Cuoco from yep. Big yep. Bang? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't ever watch Big Bang Theory, but I watched um, uh, uh, Harley Quinn. She is the voice of Harley Quinn in mm. the new series on HBO Max. Anyway, so that is. Cool. That's good. That That is. that. It, it, anyway, I like it when they they take a book and do a mini series out of it. I feel like that is a better format than even like a two and a half hour movie. Agreed. And then the last thing I want to say is I have just really gotten into like the first like two and a half, almost three hours of ready player two. Yes. I'm so Um, proud. uh, And it is, it's fun so far. It is so fun. I'm liking it. I am having a good time. It is more of the same, not much change. It's pretty much like the same deal, Yeah, but I'm fine with that. Yep. So anyway, it's more um, of the same in a good way. Like it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not like, Oh, more of the same. It's, it's like, it still is. It's oh, it's food. good. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly yes. right. And, and I'm listening to it. So I've got Will Wheaton yeah. doing it. And it's just, it's, it's, it's my happy place. Yep. I like to put it in and I do chores or I, you know, uh, I'm driving or whatever it is. It's just, it works really well. Yep. So those are the things that I've been doing and we've been doing and you should check them out or not. In the case of Kate, she recommended two things that I don't think anybody wants to I didn't recommend do. them. I was telling you what I'd been watching. Yeah, it's like, the, the, what did you call them? The poor choices that you've been making? <laughs> Questionable movie choices. Questionable yeah. movie choices. Okay, so now, ladies and gentlemen, we get to move on to our next segment. Tyler, take us away. Well, this is, a, you know, we want to make sure we're, we're, we're distinguishing this from our check-in. This is kind yes. of a year-long wrap-up. This is kind of yes. a, you know, that we're taking our hiatus from here until the beginning of January. <laughs> we kind of wanted to just recap and what, you know, in this crazy world where we were all kind of, we were all locked down for a little while and forced forced to consume uh, geek media and just, or other things, uh, maybe things that we wouldn't have normally consumed. Um, what were our favorite things of 2020? So this doesn't have to be um, from 2020 themselves. It's just things that we encountered in 2020. What what were our favorite things that we went through? Any any kind of geek media things like that? Things that we can recommend? Um, our favorite things. So let's um let's start off with Kate. Kate, tell us what what were your favorite things of 2020? We 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 said top five. Although I will I will admit before I start, uh, it's more than five. But uh, I will. Uh, you know, I won't put the same restriction on you either. So much appreciated, Tyler. Although Kate's a rule follower, so and I'm I'm just guys, I'm just a rebel. So, you know. Wow, Tyler. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> um. So, um, I did not put my five things from this year in order, but they were just right. five things that were important for the year. So my first one was actually my wedding gift from Peter. Um, he got me a Kobo Clara HD um, e-reader. It's a black and white e-reader. I have uh, I'd mostly been doing audiobooks for the last few years, but I switched back to e-reading this year. I prefer to read on a black and white screen long form yep. on a glowing iPad or something like that. I just can't do it long form, especially after agree. a full day on the computer um, staring at a screen. And I wanted to do more e-reading this year. And so um, I also wanted to, I'm working on slowly exiting more and more of Amazon's ecosystem. And so uh, the Kobo line of e-readers, they are internationally available, um, but they also have OverDrive from the library built into them. So if you really want to, you can navigate to the OverDrive section on here, put your information in, which it will save, and then check out and download books on here if you really want to. That is 
Excellent. Yes. Um, so anyway, that uh, it is further exciting, and I'm showing the guys over video because I on Etsy found a decal that is silver on my black case, and it, it. is like a Regency style profile. Yeah. Of princess leia yes i was gonna say that is I, that princess I leia that. yep it I is was princess leia specifically and princess I'm leia i think from episode two or episode two from empire strikes back yeah quad city yes. hairdo love it love it yes. so uh that is my first uh of my picks um chris did you want to do your first one next Sure, absolutely. Well, I'm, I've, ton, I've, 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 I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm unable to speak. So backing up, let me rewind. So I've split mine up into five categories. Mm-hmm. My favorite gadget, my favorite book, TV show, movie, and video game. So I'm going to start with my favorite movie of this past year, uh, and that is Bloodshot, ladies and I gentlemen. I need to that watch is my that. Favorite movie from last year. All of you should watch it. It is unbelievably amazing. Kate will hate it, and that's okay. <laughs> this is like a badge of honor somehow now. It's just, I know what you will and will not like, and Bloodshot is firmly in it, but you should watch it anyway and chastise me, because I think Kate, it would be great. I want you to watch it and just and shock him that you loved it. That's I can do is, one of my questionable movie choices live tweets on Twitter and watch yes, that. Yes, yep, seriously, it. I would, I would. You tell me when, and I will watch it with you. We can, <laughs> we can live tweet together. Here's the bottom line: that movie is like a '90s action movie, right? But it understands that it's a '90s action movie, and then it throws in some curveballs that you're probably not expecting, along with really great like action sequences and set pieces. I am not a Vin Diesel fan um, at all. I like to make fun of him. Yes, but he's actually quite well cast in this. It it kind of works. It reminds me very much of, in an odd way, just similar to um, the Last Action Hero with nice. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've seen that. Um, Excellent. So that. Yeah, so it's it's not quite that like self-aware, but it knows what all the pieces are, and it presents you with something, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. So the person who was making this movie understood they had Vin Diesel in their movie, and so they made they the movie it. different because Vin, Vin Diesel was in the movie. So And Vin, Vin Diesel is on board with it, and it's just – anyway, so there we go. Cool. Tyler, what's nice. your first? Uh, my first, and again, same thing. Mine, mine isn't really in any order. Uh, I, uh, I discovered, okay guys, let's, let's true confessions here. <clears throat> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with something. And, and there's something that I don't talk about that I'm obsessed with. And it's not like deep and Uh-oh. dark and dirty Toss or anything like that. I know because <laughs> this has never been who I am. I just want everybody to know this. this uh, is... You are obsessive, Tyler. So tell us something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dolls? This way. Are, are you are you into dolls? <laughs> Please let it be. Please. How let did it you be. know? <laughs> uh, no, I I have been playing this game called uh, yeah. Star Trek Fleet Command on my. How is on that unusual phone. for you? Oh, no, no, I have never. I have never. Is... I don't. I have. I don't do uh, like massive multiplayer online games I, I don't do it i've never have i was never a warcraft guy i was never okay those. so it's that not the star trek part. yes that's, okay. that's what it is that's sorry yeah that's sorry that's my, that was my way in right um yeah I, and I, I don't pay 
you know, I'm just there. I'm just you know doing my thing. I'm so just you, grinding So you away. don't do the microtransactions. That's no, no, no. Because it just feels like that's just nothing but a microtransaction hole. And there, like, and there is no that interest. aspect. There's, there are people who, yeah, like these big whales out there who play and, and have spent clearly thousands of dollars on this game. Um, and totally. I don't do that. But it is just delightful. It is just fun. There's like a little community. There's like, I've got like my little... Uh, Squad. My, yeah, my my alliance, please. Not, we're not a squad, we're an alliance. Your alliance. Yeah. Uh, so it's adorable. just wait. If I if I download this, can I join your alliance? Please. Like yes, one hundred percent. It's I'm awesome. I'm going right now. I want to. What is it called? It's so fleet much fun. Something? Star Trek Fleet Command. Uh, I will one hundred percent plug this game. It is delightful. It is fun. There's the like. There's they they have like monthly month long. Like mission missions that you go on, like the Discovery just came out not long ago. They did a big mirror thing, like where where like Harry Mudd was in there just recently. It is it's just fun. Uh, but I will say, I am I am I want to just you know let let it out right here. I am dangerously obsessed. It's uh it's not good. So. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the pod. You will never see Chris and Tyler <laughs> yeah. again. It's Chris. Yes, I'm so I- proud of you. I'm downloading uh, it right now. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll 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 join and we'll take over the universe. We will, we will take over the universe. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited. Chris is fun. It's 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 fun. <laughs> oh, you yep. guys. All right, wow. Kate, uh, take us out of our our obsession. What's your what's your next uh, top or favorite thing of 2020? I have a book recommendation. Yes. This is a genuine recommendation, not a questionable book choice. <laughs> it is called What Can a Body Do? by Mm. Sarah Hendren and you might think say what well this is uh it's a best book of the year by NPR and Lit Hub and deservedly so it is a book about design and engineering and how our bodies move and interact in our world interesting wow that sounds awesome sciencey nerdy awesome so everything from um how um sound or how design in spaces how sound affects your body and your experience in a space or crosswalk design who knew that was interesting but turns out it is (laughs) it is just that book you didn't know that you were interested in and i highly recommend it um i think the atlantic even did a feature on it where they just sort of went full in so um if you're looking for a Christmas present for people, this is a really great nonfiction book. It's not too thick. It's not like so deep that you're like, I need an engineering degree. You don't need that. This is for the rest huh. of us who don't. Very have readable. That. Very readable and definitely nice. recommended. Yeah. Uh, so it's me next, right? Uh, we okay. So this would be. I was looking back over my my movies. I like by the end of the year, by the end of 2020, I'm always you know putting together my my top movies of, of 2020 and obviously you know we've had such a weird year where not many mo- movies are released and certainly you know so few in theaters um and and even those that were released there was there was a lot that i didn't watch because they didn't look good um but uh so so strange enough my top rated movie of the year i i expected emma because emma was good i expected uh, the Invisible Man. I expected Tenet, although Tenet was really high up there for me. But if I had to narrow it down to one, Palm Springs was my top yeah. rated movie of the year. I know. I almost about put it. this. I almost put this on my list it's, just to to let people know about it. So I'm glad you're talking. Yeah, about it. it is. And and I and I don't say that like surprise. Like oh, it's not as good as I thought. Like it just it confirms. Like this movie is fantastic. So, so Palm Springs is a movie you should 
go into knowing nothing about. You really, you really should. It, um, I, yeah, I knew nothing about it going into it. Um, it's, it's just a hilarious, it is a raucously funny laugh out loud, like fall off the couch laughing movie. Um, it's a romantic, it's a it's romantic, romantic comedy yeah. with sci-fi leaning. Yes. That's just, a good way of that's saying all, it. That's all you mm-hmm. should know about it. You should watch it with, don't um, if you have a group anything of, else than that. Please yep. don't. I knew nothing about yep. it. It was recommended to me. Same. My my wife was. It was recommended to her, and they were. We were like scrolling through something, and it came up. And we're like, oh, we heard about that. Let's just click on it. We watched it, and I was like, yep. what? Yep. It it is. It's clever. It's fun. It's funny. I've watched it three times now, uh, this year. Like it's it's so I good. It's streaming it. on Hulu. It's a Hulu movie. Yep. Um, it is. It's phenomenally good. Yes, so that's my that's my. Rec- I, I would say you know I almost put Tenet. I did have Tenet in there as well, and I would I would wholeheartedly recommend Tenet. I'd say it's it's Inception does James Bond, but other I than haven't that, seen Tenet yet, and it's coming out Tuesday. I'm buying it the moment it comes out. I cannot wait to see. Worth Tenet. it. Watch <laughs> it in the best screen that you possibly oh, can yeah. with the best sound. I will, dude. I can't even with Tenet. It's so it was our our movie theaters were open for two weeks. And the first day it was open, on the first showing, we went to Tenet. <laughs> you were there. And it was, oh, it was worth it. I'm really, I really regret we didn't go a second time uh, while, while the theaters were open. We thought they were going to be open for longer, but absolutely worth it. So Amazing. Yep. All right. Well, I think you skipped over me. Oh, did uh, I? So yes. can I go? Would that be all right? Sorry. Yes, no, please okay. go no for worries. it. Please. I didn't yeah, write no, down my rotation this time, so I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. It's great. That's what we do here on the podcast. That's what makes it <laughs> the awesome. The high quality that you guys have all come to expect. All right. So this is something I discovered in 2020. I've talked about it a ton, I think, on the podcast, but I'm going to mention it here again, and I'm going to read a brief, not synopsis, but kind of, um, yeah, synopsis, I guess. Uh, it's a book uh, that is about a disease that spreads through no yes. known means, driving its victims mad with the memories of a life they never lived. Oh, yes. The force that's sweeping in the world is no pathogen. It's just a final shockwave unleashed by a stunning, a stunning discovery. And what's in jeopardy is not our minds, but the very fabric of time itself. Recursion by Blake Crouch. Listen, guys, this... This book, listening to this book, there's a sequence in it that that made me so viscerally involved that <laughs> I, I had to stop what I was doing. Very rarely do I have to stop what I'm doing when I'm listening to an audio book and like, just like focus on the moment. This book has some of the most cinematic, amazing moments in it. I am surprised they're not talking about turning this into a movie. I'm sure someone's bought the rights to it. It is really a fantastic book and I, I loved it. So for me, recursion by Blake Crouch is, it's a really, really good book. And uh, I loved it. Allow me to second that because on Chris's recommendation, I also read it and yes. It happens on a bridge folks. Once you get to the bridge, (laughs) you come back and tell me what you thought of that bridge. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) All right. Well, I, now I'm excited. I, I I got it right after you guys talked about it, but I have not read that one yet. So what? It's, it's, How can you guys? I know. But oh, and, and it sounds like it? I should listen to it. Like the audiobook is good enough. I can yes, listen yes, to it. Yes, it is a good audio. Okay, it's it's wonderful. Okay. Yes, that might be how I have to do it. But I um, mean, by waiting, you'll actually be able to get. It won't be on as long of a hold list as it was. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kate, bring us in. What's the What's the next one? 
Wow, this next one is going to sound really unsexy after what just came before. <laughs> However, it has a romance at heart. Yes. I mean, yeah. So I am featuring the brand Mophie, M-O-P-H-I-E. They're battery cases and juice packs for your cell phones. <laughs> there All you right. go. All right. Sorry, I, spell that again for me. M-O-P-H-I-E. Okay. They have battery cases that you can put on your iPhone or your Android phone and it'll charge it up. Or I love in this them. case, I have a juice pack which uh, pops onto the back of my phone with magnet and charges it. This is how I have been dealing with video calling all year long for all the people I cannot see in person. Um, my phone needed help because, yeah, only so much battery life. And uh, the juice pack for my phone has saved my bacon so many different times when nice. I didn't have a long enough charger cord or I didn't have one with me. And I did a lot of video calling on it and I love it. Hey, excellent. That's great. So... Not sexy, but human communication is awesome. Hey, that's, yeah, things we need this in the pandemic. This was 2020, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no question. Shoot. Chris, we're back yes. in the right order now. It's up to you. Hey, listen, I've got a question. Have you ever wanted to fight your way through the underworld and try and reach Mount Olympus? Yes. Every other night. Um, yeah, always. <laughs> uh, so I have been, my one of my favorite video games of last year it's a game called Hades. Oh, I want to play uh, it. And you play a character, uh, Zagreus. He's the son of Hades. And you attempt, like I said before, to hack and slash your way out of, of course, the underworld, right? And you meet. And, and so the, the, the gods of Olympus are trying to help you because you're trying to get out of you know, Hades lair or whatever. And so they're gifting you with abilities and all this kind of stuff. If you're familiar with roguelike games, roguelike games are these games where you play levels over and over and over again. You keep dying and you start all the way back at the beginning, but you slowly, as you play the game, you make your character more and more powerful. Mm -hmm. So the 20th time you've gone through the first level you're able to wipe things out, whereas the first time you played through, it was so difficult for you. But you're slowly leveling up your weapons and your magic abilities and all this kind of stuff. And because it's set in the world of Olympic gods and um, demigods and you know all these creatures and stuff, you're you're running in to creatures and um, uh, and folks from. Uh, that uh, mythology. that world of mythology, mm. yeah, that world of it's really interesting. All of a sudden, you're having a conversation with Zeus, and then you're having a conversation with Athena, and then you're talking. Oh, it's just it, the mix and match, and it's all over the place. And you die, and every time you die, you you know, you wake up in like a pool of blood, and you're like <laughs> walking out, and everybody's like, "Hey, welcome back to the underworld. You didn't make it out yet again." And and everybody remembers your you know your last. It, it's really huh. cleverly we and, and well done. So if you have any uh, way of playing Hades, which if you've got a video game system, I think I think it's on. Is it on PC. PlayStation Four? I don't I don't know if it's on there yet. I know it's right. on Switch and I know it's on PC at the moment. Okay. Um, but I would highly recommend it, especially if you like hack and slash or roguelike games. Sure. This is one of the very best <laughs> uh, for me. It's called Hades. And it is really great. I like it. Well, uh, for me, I, I almost mentioned The Witcher because that was my game of the of the year. Where it was just 
That just made me think. Yeah. Of, it made me think fondly back on my first few months of the year playing playing Witcher during the <laughs> pandemic. Uh, for me, so there's there's not really an order to what I'm talking about, but I just uh, I'm, I'm second guessing. Let's um, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about uh, kind of Star Wars and in, in, in this whole year. I I think I talked about this on a check in, um, but one of the one of the benefits of, of having gotten married recently is that uh, my wife is a, a, a real big geek and it's awesome um, and we love it. Uh, and so we've been watching, we were watching The Mandalorian last year and um, and as soon as we, we finished The Mandalorian, she was like, have you, like, have you watched The Clone Wars? And I said, yeah, I'd watched the first couple seasons. First couple seasons, fine, but it's so kiddish. Um, it's it's so young and so, like, slapstick, especially the droid episodes. Um, she's like, no, you have to watch it. It gets it gets so profound and so much better. And and she is right. Uh, we, in the last... <clears throat> we watched smatterings of it, like, while we were engaged. And then once we got married... Once we got married... She, you know, she told me now, now we're watching this. And so we, we binged, um, <laughs> suddenly she was the one who actually took control of yeah. the controller and yeah. you realized, Oh, this is how it's this going. This is to how be. it is. Although I agree with her. So it was good. We, uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Through, I, I don't know, three seasons of, cause I had watched the first couple seasons here and there. We watched through whatever the rest of it is. We watched through four season, three, four seasons, um, of the clone wars pretty rapidly. And, and it mm. gets, profoundly amazing and it finished or was it early this year i think season seven when disney plus came out they announced they were they were finally finishing uh the clone wars and so it, it finished sometime early this year um it gets profoundly fantastic the the last episode of the clone wars um the last couple um take place concurrently with episode three um, and so it's, you kind of, it actually fixes tons of plot holes from, from, uh, episode three and gives you backstory and emotional weight to things that you're like, why did they do that in, in, I don't believe you. It, it I does. Just it don't does. believe you. It does. And I actually like episode three. I like that one. Is, I genuinely like, uh, revenge of the Sith. However, uh, clone wars really does a great job with it. And the last, the last episode in particular is just, um, is just meaningful. Uh, uh they, there's, a uh, yeah, you you feel more of the impact of Revenge of the Sith because you've been following some of the characters for so long with Anakin, and then he falls. Spoilers: Anakin becomes Darth Vader, and uh, <gasps> uh, it's, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. I, I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, what? I know. I know. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys do that, but uh, you know. Um. Anyway, all that's and so that has led me into watching uh, Rebels as well. So one of my favorite things of the year has been Clone Wars, uh, because it 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 also just it added to my some of the meaningfulness of of uh, Mandalorian too. So it's it's been really really a good a good watch. So yeah, my oh, kids skip literally... the droid episodes. Just skip them. If 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 it's if in the description it says droids, skip it. Doesn't matter. Interesting. I I I um. There is a. A list of the yeah. correct order in order and to yes. watch the Clone Wars. Do you recommend this? Yeah, I, I would, but that stopped, and you can see it on the list. It, that stops being needed somewhere around season three. Um, so yeah, like the first two seasons are completely out of order. Like again, it's like it's like uh, it's like Babylon Five or Deep Space Nine, or there's a few others where they were like releasing them out of order, and you're like, what is going Firefly. on? Firefly, Firefly, Firefly yeah, oh. yeah, the big one. Yeah, the yeah. Offender. This, so we definitely follow that, but again, it doesn't become necessary. You'll see it after a while where like, I think, I think it's season three, um, maybe four it, the air date is correct. So 
Cool. Yep. Awesome. I don't know what somebody was smoking when they were releasing it. Like, I don't, it makes no sense. Some of them cross seasons too. And I'm sure it was production something, but it's like, what? So. Yeah. It's very strange. (laughs) It's very, very strange. No, no. Uh, Kate, what's your next uh, favorite thing of 2020? So my next one is a new to me author in 2020. Um, I think we've talked about her uh, over the summer or thereabouts in the pod. But anyway, uh, the author is Ada Ada Palmer, and she writes the Terra Ignota series, Mm -hmm. uh, which currently three of the four books are out. Uh, Two Like Lightning is the first one, and the fourth one is coming out, I think it's in June of 2021. So if you decide to read these after this, this should give you time to get through these doorstopper books between now and then. Yeah. Um, So Ada Palmer does write doorstoppers, but let me just back up for a second here. If you are like an old school sci-fi classics fan and you like uh, Isaac Asimov's Foundation then you might want to consider this series because it has some similar things going on with uh, looking at civilization and the future and there's lots of ideas. It's nerdy as can be and like almost nothing else I have read. I have read Hmm. so much sci-fi and fantasy that over time you start to see the patterns of more of the same and more of the same. This, This series really does some genuinely different and unusual and really interesting stuff. There are audiobook versions of them, if that's how you prefer to consume. Um, I am so glad I discovered uh, Ada Palmer, and it does help if you have someone to discuss the books with as you read them. Um, But I just wanted to, once again, point them out because um, Ada Palmer is one of the most interesting authors of 2020 for me, and certainly of the new authors that I discovered. So again, the first book in the series is Two Like the Lightning, and it's the Terra Ignota series. Excellent. Yeah, I have the first book and read it, but I honestly don't remember it. I think I read it on a plane. We talked about it on, on the episode, the first episode Peter was on, I believe. Um, yep. Book yeah, two and, builds on book one so much that you just tear through it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, Chris, what about you? What's next? All right. Well, my next one is going to be my favorite gadget of the year, and it's fairly new to me. Um, I have for a very long time wanted to uh, get a Tesla, and Ooh. I just pulled the trigger and got a Model Y. Ooh. And, guys, wow. it is the nerdiest, <laughs> geekiest car you can possibly imagine. It has all of the – it is, you know, like it is tr- it, it's if Apple built a car, right? Sure. Everything is so – well, sleek and, yeah, sleek and thought out, and everything is in when one you place. Sit down and you inside, control. does it say, "Welcome, Chris"? Where would you like yeah. to go today? I've actually named it the Defiant. Nice. Um, so it is so proud. The so proud. Um, so you know, I, 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 it's so much fun. I'm having a blast with it. You know, electric cars. It's a new way of thinking about driving, but. It's really, it's really been, it's really been a, a fun thing. You know, the fact that it can drive itself, um, that I can, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's nuts. You know what I mean? If, if it's in a parking lot someplace, or it, you know, it, it's, I live in Florida, so it sometimes gets very hot outside. Mm-hmm. I can actually turn on the air conditioning and have it nice and fresh and ready for me when I get it. <laughs> Some ridiculous oh, that's things. That's cool. <laughs> but I love every little. Um, every little part of it. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've 
I've told some some friends who um, uh, at church about it, obviously. And there's like a sentry mode, so there's like five cameras that are always on, like security cameras. And so I've told them, you know, if if you get too close, it'll start playing loud music and screaming at you and stuff. So <laughs> this this morning in the parking lot, they these two idiots went out there and started like shaking the car and like <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, so I've got them on video shaking my car, trying to get it angry at them so that's you know it's just it's just it's fun i'm having a good time the model y that's cool um, wow it's it's been it's been fun and it's fun to drive i mean that thing is so fast it you you hit the hit the it's not a gas and you hit the go pedal and it yeah. goes goes quickly it goes it quick goes very very quickly <laughs> yes it's fun wow anyway, that's that's my favorite gadget uh of 2020 excellent nice. wow well, for me, uh, we, we've talked about this one before, and, and the three of us disagree on this one, but uh, I just have to, I have to reaffirm, this is uh, my, one of my favorite things, uh, and I watch, I think, every episode at least twice um, of, of uh, this show. One of my favorite things of 2020 was Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, Lower Decks was, mm. I, man, it's the, best, it's the best new Star Trek property out there, and, and that's not really... You know, uh, I, I I enjoyed Discovery. Um, like I, like Chris said, Discovery you know can be hit and miss. Picard was was a hot mess. Um, but uh, but Lower Decks, uh, man, just funny, just so funny, so good, uh, and a blast. So that's all I'll say. Okay. That's all I'll say. Peter would and agree with you. Though in our house, we call it Swab the Decks. <laughs> well, sure, I'll take that. I'll take that. That's fine. Because he kept on getting it wrong at first, and then it just became, hey, well, that's what its name is now. Oh, so, sure. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is his favorite new Star Trek show too. Uh, but yeah, by oh, far, man. by far for me. Kay, what about you? Where are you at? So, uh, my last pick for uh, for the year is a bit broad and a little bit of a cheat, but it's my library's digital collection because I spent a lot of time this oh, year yeah. with 2020 checking out eBooks and movies and stuff. I binged my way through the BBC show line of duty, which I highly recommend. Nice. It's I think six seasons now, um, five or six, but I think it's six. Um, I think Hoopla has them all now. And um, it is a really intense show where each season is a full season arc you can get that on there i was using i've seen um, the first season but nothing else yeah yeah i originally saw it back when hoopla was still free on hoopla Mm -hmm. the first season that got me hooked and i actually was able to finish the rest of the show on hoopla canopy uh the video streaming service is how i was watching some of our villanelle stuff for uh, our previous episode of the pods they have enemy on there and canopy uh, is a phenomenal and, and under discussed movie service. It's it's fantastic. And they keep Available adding most really good stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, there's a lot of artsy and documentary stuff on there. If that's your taste, there's also lots of other mainstream, interesting, unusual uh, yeah. things in there. So I'll definitely recommend. And just like using Overdrive for all of my audiobooks and ebooks. It's how I got the new Brandon Sanderson, which I yeah. am still. I think you're ahead of me, Tyler. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, between a quarter and a third of the way through the book currently. I'm about three quarters of the way through. I just hit part four. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's a beast. 1,200 pages, and I, totally I, I'm is. somewhere around 900, yeah. Yeah. So I made really strong use of my library's digital collection this year, helping their checkouts, and uh, got a lot of that. Got to actually totally. uh, read some things that I otherwise probably wouldn't have had time for if I was waiting them for them on hold for physical copies actually at the yeah, library. So for sure. Cool. What about you, Excellent. Chris? What's your last pick? 
All right, so my absolute favorite thing in 2020, and I do mean this absolutely favorite, my, my wife and I fell in love with this television show, and I cannot recommend it higher. Now, of course, it's been out for a while, um, but we just discovered it on Netflix, uh, and it is called Turn, Washington's Spies. I've been curious. I've been AMC curious show? about that. It is the AMC show, and it is the finest bit of entertainment I can possibly recommend to anyone. Mm, it covers... Yeah events from 1776 to 1781 uh, and follows a group of unlikely spies that create the Culper Ring. Culper Ring. Um, and it's, it is unbelievable. It is so crazy. It's one of these, like, m- m- all the major events that are happening in the background are real. All Most of the people that you are following are all real. Um some of the kind of interpersonal relationship stuff isn't. It's just kind of sure. made up to kind of be there to fill plot. For drama, yeah. But for the most part, I would watch an episode of the show, and I would say there's no way in reality that actually happened. And then I would look it up on Google, and it did. And I was like, what? Mm. I mean, it is, guys, it is unbelievably great. Everything that you have heard um, in that time period, like I said, 1776 to 1781, the Revolutionary War, um, everything like the, especially if you're a fan of like Hamilton and like you just want, you like that, 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 like you want to see Alexander Hamilton and George Washington and their relationship and, you know, uh, the, the, the folks that, uh, it is some of the finest acting, um, some of the most incredible just moments. Uh, it is tense intense insane it is and all based in history so Mm. if you are a fan of history if you're a fan of this time period Mm. if you enjoyed i i honestly guys please i implore you watch the show it is on netflix all four seasons uh it is some of the finest entertainment you will find it is glorious i've been i have i have um recommended it over the last couple of months to um, my my parents, some very good friends of ours, and another uh, uh, some other good friends of ours as well, and all of them have watched it and eaten it up. Mel, my wife and I could not stop it. We would turn it on and we'd watch five episodes accidentally. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it would just keep going. That's it's the best. So, it's that good. Serious question. That good. Does it actually have a proper ending, or did they just? Yes. Okay. Good. That matters. Yes. That is. Yeah. Thank you for t- reminding me. Yes. It starts in a place and it ends in a place and it tells the entire story. It could have gone further, but it it it, it ends on it it wraps everything up. Excellent. It wraps all the things up. Yes, it, it is wonderful turn Washington spies. Watch it. Huh. Cool. I like it. On Netflix, right? On Netflix. I'm, you might be able to find it other places, but that's where I watch sure. it. Sure. Huh. Uh, mine is also a Netflix show, uh, and this one is man, just happy. This is this is like the happiest <laughs> thing that I watched this year, and I, and again, I think I watched a, a, not all of it, but a bunch of the episodes twice. Um, so d- by accident, like uh, Netflix had, I think it was, I swear it was a glitch where I, I like I accidentally like played the episodes anyway, like played it in a different order a second time, and anyway, I watched mm. a couple episodes twice. It was great. Um, somebody feed Phil. It is about Phil <laughs> Rosenthal, who is yes, uh, who is a he's huh. a he's the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, um, which 
other, like I've not had a big connection with that show. I've seen episodes here and there. Um, my first encounter with with Phil Rosenthal was um, was he did a movie called uh, Exporting Raymond, which is a documentary about um, doing Everybody Loves Raymond in Russia uh, and just mm-hmm. kind of the the cultural differences about adapting a show. It's it's very good. It's super engaging. So, but that was it. Like that, and that was like five years ago. I just came across that randomly, and then this popped up on Netflix. Uh, I, I, it started, I think, last year, but for me, it was this year. And um, man, it's just delightful. It, it's just a travel food show. It's Anthony Bourdain, but like not as cynical. And uh, it is, it's just happy. This guy walking around, you know, the world eating food, and he's just got the most expressive face ever. Uh, and it's just, a, it's a <laughs> genuinely uplifting show. He like, he. Uh, his brother is a producer on it and they like FaceTime his parents at the end of every, of every episode. And he like tells them what he did in that town. And, and like, it's just so, it's so good. It's so fun. Uh, no question. Somebody feed Phil. Uh, what is, it was just like a, a one of the, the, um, the happy things that I watched and returned to throughout this year. Um, again and again, I think there's been four. They, I think it's like everything else where they don't do seasons. Sometimes they do, uh, I think it's volumes, but I could be wrong. Um, it's, it's very, very, very good. So, um, I think I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that Kate and I also had a pretty, pretty good year. Uh, uh some of our favorite things in 2020, Chris, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Um, but Kate and but I, uh, we had a better year than Chris did. We had down. a better year than Chris did in that. Uh, and I had to like take that off the list. That way it didn't take over the list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to acknowledge that, uh, that yes. Kate got married and I got married. I almost said that Kate and I got married, but like, just to be clear, <laughs> wow, Kate got married that's... and I got married. Yeah. The different, <laughs> uh, I was going to clear it up just to make sure that everybody, our yeah, conjunctions okay, were in the right did. place. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, um, no, we, uh, yeah. So we had a, we had a good 2020, I think overall. Yeah, so definitely. Listen, you guys got married. I got a Tesla. That's I right. Hey, really had the better same, year. That's same. Um, <laughs> I'm still contending that Tyler and I had the better year. I mean, the car's going to be old in a few years. Well, so never mind. <laughs> I will. <laughs> And I'm not going to go there. On that note, can you take us out before we all put uh, our foot in our mouths? Or put Chris in the ground. Oh, wait, never it's mind. Sorry, that was... Okay. Well, um, we just wanted to send a happy holidays from all of us here on the pod to you out there whenever you're Absolutely. listening to this. We hope that you get some rest and some joy and some fun out of the season. Um, you can talk to us about what we discussed this evening on at Geek Card Check. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're there, we're listening, though we may be a little bit slower to respond if it's like we're getting our holiday on a little harder, you know, because why not? Um, it's, it's me responding to the Twitter one, so I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell you right now. <laughs> um, and just a reminder, we'll be back in January uh, talking about The Expanse. We'll be discussing uh, Dune by Frank Herbert. Yeah. Um, looking forward to um, new adventures with you guys, but... Until next time, let's play.